Welcome to WP Coffee Talk. Thank you to our sponsor, Helix Managed WordPress Hosting, for both their sponsorship and hosting our site, WPCoffeeTalk.com. Now on to our episode. Welcome to WP Coffee Talk. Uh, we're here again. I know. We're here again with a great uh, episode. I'm very excited to meet Ferry today. Uh, thank you for being on the show. I'm so glad that you had me here. Yeah. So I'm going to try I'm going to try to introduce your name. You taught me how to say your name. Let's see if I can get it right. And everybody, if, if it's not right, everybody can laugh, but you can correct me, okay? So I'm excited to introduce Ferry Darawat. Yes, that was right. That was right. Yay. That's how I say I'm learning. I'm learning. <laughs> and and it's very interesting because it's 8:30 in the morning where I am in New York, and it is six o'clock where o'clock. you are. Yep, India, in India. Yeah. So it's uh, it, it's quite interesting to be able to talk to people all over the world, and that's what I love about doing this so much. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. tell us a little, tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do. Okay, I'm a writer. Uh, I'm basically a writer. I have experience around ten years, and I'm like, oh my god, ten years! I've been a writer. So basically, I I. I lot of experience in different kinds of writing you can say magazine writer i was a journalist for a business magazine i've written for websites and blogs and through websites and blogs is how i actually got to know about wordcamps and wordpress so even without knowing it i was always a writer for a wordpress because wordpress is huge right so yeah i'm basically a writer with experience in uh, writing for ads and long form writing very good so you do a lot of content uh content writing so that um so that everybody yeah. understands and your articles can be found in helping your customers, I'm yeah. sure. SEO friendly articles, yes, keywords and all those jazz, yes, I did. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. SEO related articles, you know, like, okay, there's a lot of totally different uh, 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 talk needed for that, so yeah. Absolutely, yes. There's, I know you could have a whole conference just on SEO for sure. So I always ask everybody to show me their mug. So let's see your mug. That's beautiful. It is. So tell it it, has, yes. Tell us about um, it. It's so, so gothic. I like it. I like, so I like colors. I also like black and white. And this is a perfect combination of it. It's black. It's white. And it's pretty. So yeah. Yeah, it's so pretty. Yeah, so what are, you, what are you drinking in your mug today? Today I'm drinking tea. A very strong tea. I love coffee. I love, love coffee, but I just felt like having tea today and it's very, very dark. And it's dark. Ah, so it's very strong? Mm-hmm. Well, I'm using my, my Give mug today. Okay. So this is special to me because it's where I work um, okay. all day as, as I work for Give. But what's uh-huh. really special about it is it holds a lot of coffee. <laughs> oh, so, yes. You all have so caffeine it, addiction. At 8.30 in the morning, I need my mug to have a lot of coffee. So today I have coffee with cream and sugar in my mug. (laughs) I I don't differentiate between tea and coffee. I have them both. I'm like a caffeine addict is the best way to describe. (laughs) Me too. I I also like tea. But first thing in the morning, give me my coffee. (laughs) So tell us how you got started with WordPress. So I know that you're not on the technical side. You're on the writing side. Yeah. So if I ask you technical questions, you can slap my hand. <laughs> no, I won't do that. I'm very polite and nice. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but tell us how you guys started with WordPress. So uh, I, I started working as a business journalist, which meant that I would cover stories 
and I had nothing to do with any uh, digital writing. So digital writing and uh, and normal traditional. But I was working in a traditional publishing industry, and that was so different. But then you know, uh, after two thousand ten and eleven, everything went digital. So that's when I was hired as a blogger, and the ah. first blog that, yeah. So the first, and it was uh, it wasn't a lot really huge transition. But then you, I, I was like, we never got this um, training that you have to write in a certain way when it came to SEO. Okay, so they were suddenly asking that you need to write SEO related articles. I'm like. What does that mean? What does that mean? Because, you know, I came from a traditional publishing background and then I did a little bit of search. Uh, that's when I found, okay, it's basically writing user-friendly articles. That's it. It's just the keywords. Google Google is going to give you brownie points and then manage to make user-friendly articles. So that's all I tell everyone when they say, hey, we want user-friendly articles. But, but while doing this bit of research, I found that I'm using WordPress because most of the blogs that I wrote for WordPress. And uh, when I, one of my friends who was part of a writing community, she introduced me to this entire WordCamp. So she was a speaker at the time and they were looking for volunteers. So I'm like, okay, she was going to another city. So I'm from Bombay. Mumbai and this uh, WordCamp was happening in Pune. It was 2015. So I just tagged along and that was the first uh, experience of the entire WordCamp. And it was so cool that I applied as a speaker next year. That's 2016. Oh, that's yeah. wonderful. Wonderful. <laughs> so I was told, yeah, that there were like, there's not much content. And it was really like word blogs is for writers, right? <laughs> like we write, we write poems and stories and fictions and all those things. And how come there are not many writers? And we want more content people to, to be on, on the platform. And then I thought, okay, I have an idea. Let me just see if it works because I was already part of a writing community at that time. So I wasn't part of Word, uh, WordPress community, writing community. And because they, uh, because she was a head, they, they knew about her because they were actively looking for people to handle those kind of topics. I'm like, okay, she can do it. Let me try. Yeah. <laughs> That's how I got to know. That's wonderful. That's exciting. I love that everybody's story of how they arrive at WordPress is different. It you is. know, so it's a wonderful thing. Um, mm -hmm. When you think about how people build their websites, what's something that you think they don't pay enough attention to that they should? Mm, I think, uh, they should make it really user friendly. And when I say that, they should know what tabs they want to click. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes those tabs are not really uh, visible and they kind of waste their time in a way that, okay, where is it? And we really have to value people's time. And even as a writer, I don't want people to, you know, because for, for a writer, it's even important if they, if they're not hooked by two, three sentences, they're just going to leave. And if the website is like, okay, I'm already annoyed. I'm not finding where to go. It might not really help them to come back again. Right. So yeah. in that way, it has to be like, people should know where it is. And that's why I think simplicity works. Just, mm -hmm. just know all the controls are wherever they are. So. <laughs> well, that's true. I agree. Yeah. Uh, one of the talks that I've given at camp before is called mm -hmm. the little things that make a difference. And I talk oh. about your menu, your menu has to make sense. And people have to know what to click. So I agree with you 100%. <laughs> yeah, it has to be, everything has to be accessible, right?
Absolutely. See, we're kindred spirits. <laughs> when you think back over the different word camps that you've attended and, and meetups that you've gone to and things like that, what are some of the moments that were really, truly meaningful for you? Okay. Meaningful. So the first time I did go there, it, so, so the event took place in a college. So I went back to a college after a really long time. And that experience actually propelled me to, uh, you know, apply again. So uh, I honestly don't think that I can pick one. Every one of them has something to, something new to offer. Because I would say that I have a bit of anxiety and I really look at all small things. <laughs> so, so it will be very difficult for me. I find something new in each and every experience. Like for my first experience, that was first experience. My second experience with the WordCamp was I was a speaker. Wow, I was a speaker. Now that's an awesome thing. Third, I picked up a topic on stories. So I also do writing stories and drawing. So the fact that I could do a talk on something that I really am, really believe in passionately and I had really engaging audience, that meant a lot. And last year, what did I do last year? Last year, I did a totally professional one which which wasn't really personal because still now it was always personal i was totally professional i did a bit on note making something the core was note making and how to use it at with wordpress so i think it, it will be i'm sorry it will be difficult to pick up one uh, <laughs> that's okay <laughs> that's okay so will you be writing about your experience with me today oh yes i mean i do have a journal <laughs> I do have a journal. This is my uh, first podcast. This is my first podcast. Yes. And that's why I was so enthusiastic. Even the letters we shared, I was like, oh, like exclamation marks. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm excited. I'm excited. So you'll have to share it with me so I can see yeah, what I you write about. <laughs> <laughs> so tell us a little bit more about how you work with your customers and, and how you decide what you're going to write about and how you, you know, how you write an article. Tell us a little bit about that. Mm -hmm. All right, I'd love to. So I'm a writer. Writers are all cliche. They would love to talk about writing because they are like stuck in a corner, highly introvert. Mostly they are introvert. And yeah, so how do I write? Mm. I need to know what I'm writing about. And when it is work related, I have to really research on it. When I say research, thorough research, you only have to spend more time reading about it and then writing. So there is this like um, how much percentage or, or investment of time should you spend of reading and writing? I would say read more and then write. So uh, initially I used to write for brands. Now this was a lifestyle brand. And when I for, when we first got the project, I wasn't aware of what they're doing. So time spent in understanding what they want to deliver and how they're going to deliver meant that I had to spend days just researching like what they're doing, how they're doing, what the brand, what are the values of the brand, what do want, what are they expecting to achieve from a blog or a write-up or a communication. And I couldn't deliver because I had no idea. So yeah. work-related research is very important, uh, especially if we're working uh, in, in a digital agency company. And uh, my... my uh, brand was lifestyle brand i'm i'm not sure i should be able to tell you but it is it was a lifestyle brand and uh, everyone kind of experiences it once in a while it was uh okay what i what else i can do 
it's like you have to go there it was a place i mean that's like, <laughs> it was a place so that meant that if i could go there and experience it and that entire thing about how i felt what the how the people are you know mm-hmm. uh uh delivering that experience to me and how i'm uh, using it in me and how do i feel about it i take all those things and then i come up with ideas so writing is all about ideas trust me yes grammar is important it is very important but you know what grammar can easily be achievable you know it's a you just it's technical it's logical it's technical you can get it but ideas mm, you need to really work on them it, it's a muscle it's, it, creativity is a muscle and you have to keep on practicing it and then come up so yes that was a bit i do talk a lot <laughs> it's okay i love it <laughs> so that was a bit about coming up with uh ideas and writing them for work when it comes to personal writing i relax i just okay. write whatever i want because i put in so much effort for my writing and my work that i don't want to do that kind of mental <laughs> <laughs> mental uh stress in in my writing so if you want to know what kind of writing i do i write poems uh i i write i don't i i don't share them with everyone so that's a very good thing i don't shout hey look at me i wrote a poem <laughs> <laughs> uh, i write i write flash fiction which are very short uh-huh. and there is a place where i keep them so yeah that's there and uh, what what kind of stories i write are basically thrillers i like thrillers Ooh, yeah nice <laughs> so i have a website only for stories Mm-hmm. and yeah that's what i do so yeah i i don't stress when it comes to personal writing not mm-hmm. at all work related you have because you have to be different right there's so many writers how are you going to make yourself different mm-hmm. research research like a crazy person <laughs> right because when you talk about the ideas ideas are really to evoke a feeling right so the person who's reading it has to relate to what you're writing about and they has to evoke a feeling in order to um to compel them to do something and take action exactly that's that's what ideas are and you don't want to waste people's time because time right. is so important right now and when it comes to your professional work you have to come to the point right away and you can only do that if you have so much knowledge in it and knowledge you can always get by reading so reading yes. and research so yeah <laughs> especially when so many people are reading on their phones and there's oh. a limited space it, you can't take a long time to arrive at something that's going to make them want to continue reading true true and it's such a simple advice but when you're really getting into that okay i want to write a uh, write a blog on on getting the best plastic for your product it's so easy to come up you know it's indulgent to write about you know a little bit more in full hey i know that i want to share i know this i want to say it, but no No, it's great that you have it, but just come to the point. And what is the focus on the blog? What do you want the audience to know? Audience right. is very, very important. The reader basically is very yes. important. Exactly. And we, when you talk about writing for SEO, <clears throat> excuse me. When you talk about writing for SEO, what kinds of um, what kinds of pointers or tips would you give to people? Okay, so I give this example to all my talks. <laughs> if you this is an example imagine that you are an umbrella seller okay imagine so it's understood that there will be rain around or it's a very sunny place these are the two things so mm-hmm. google truly really just wants you to write user friendly articles 
because it's getting more AI, you know, uh, it, it, it wants to replicate human emotions and everything. And the best way would be that you write for the user in mind. At the same time, think what you're writing about and be really focused. So the only thing I can just easily take it at this point and not really go into it because you can go into it. But one advice I would really give is keep your writing very focused and human and when i say human that means it should make sense whether the reader is you as a writer whether the reader is you or someone like you make sense to them like would you find that work to be interesting or not and then uh, normal all the seo best practices but see to it that it it makes sense because as i said if it's raining umbrella is a correlated term it will come up and google is going to give a chance to you if that keyword is coming where it is coming because you know there are some apps that uh, are going to pinpoint whether you use a similar keywords 100 times in a, uh, in a certain um, numbered articles like 1500 article if you're writing the word umbrella for like 100 words uh, I mean you might just get you know uh, uh, get a blacklist or something like that right. <laughs> right so you don't want to use your keywords too many times you, you don't want to do that because right. it's going to take away from the user experience and right. it's not going to give a lot of uh, delight to the reader and Google might just penalize you. You never know because they keep on changing their, uh, uh, their policies and you know how to go about it. It's not always possible for you to keep you know, getting updated with them. Right. But so if, like you're saying, if you use the word umbrella a hundred times, the reader's going to go, I get it. It's about an umbrella. <laughs> but if you yeah. use it, but so you have to use it appropriately. So you don't not use it, but you don't overuse it. So, yeah. Right, right. The technology is getting sophisticated. That means it is going more human. It's better we stop acting like robots. Because <laughs> <laughs> the robots are <laughs> acting like us now. <laughs> so that, makes, that makes a lot of sense, actually. What is the average length of a, a blog post now? How many words? No, I don't want to do that. I really don't want to do that because it tends to... It, it should stick to the topic you're writing. Okay. And I, I'm so, I'm, I'm not sorry, but I feel like saying it, it's a very bad question. No, it's no, not. No, that's I, okay. No, I, I get this a lot. What's the appropriate uh, one? Because you know what? Uh, when I was, so when I transitioned from a public, uh, from a writer in a traditional magazine to the blog, blogging world, I was told that no one reads a blog. I'm like, okay, I just got a job as a blogger, so there has to be a need as why I got a job. But then right. at that time, this was three years back, people said that no one reads it. But now, I mean, people are actually lapping up highly research-based long-form articles. And when I say long-form articles, it's more than 1,500 words. Okay, okay. It's more than 1,500 words. They would say, ideally, it's 500. It should be 500. But you know what? Don't go for it. Be be true to, to the topic you're writing. Okay. So if I'm going to write about my experience, uh, my experience in, in uh, going to a trek, it won't stay for 500 words, I'm telling you. <laughs> it's my personal experience. It's not going to be fine. It's going to go 1,500. It might even go 5,000. Like, I, I don't know. Okay. But, but, but if I'm writing a travel log for a company that wants to entice the reader to come and you know, have, take a look, it could be 500 words. Okay. So it really, really depends on what you want to write. What is your aim? What is your focus and how you want to deliver the message? Okay. So <laughs> the length, the length is, is 
more important to the topic, not Absolutely. necessarily the number of words. Uh, also, like, what do you want to convey? Because, you know, reading is an experience. If you look at it, like I need a book, it's because I want to just lay around it with nothing. Or if I'm doing research, I don't want to read a 2000 worded uh, 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 hotel who's telling me about stuff. I just want a 500 snapshot about what I can expect right. from that, you know, hotel. So it really depends on your, your message, what you want to deliver and how you want to deliver. So then the best practices comes again, you know, mm-hmm. do this and that, all those things. But you know what, the work, I'm so sorry, there's so many things that you have to keep in mind when you do that. And your message and what you expect from the reader is very important before, you know, deciding on the word limit. So it is a good question because we just got so much good information from you. <laughs> <laughs> just doing a lot of just not the way I thought. That's all. <laughs> so, uh, so do you work for one company? Are you freelance? Do you work for lots of people? Or yeah, yeah. So I used to work for a lot of companies. Right now, I just finished a decade. So I'm on a sabbatical, and I'm just writing for me mostly. Yeah. If I really think that I should get some money, so I will do that. Uh, right now I'm not working so I think everyone should take a year off after a decade because uh, come on it's a decade you know and I, I think you need you need to do that I mean the world is not a great place but the world is definitely fascinating and you know you find small small things so I'm doing more of drawing and on Saturday I'm gonna go and teach a bunch of kids how to draw so yeah I can do ah. these things Oh, that's wonderful. I love that. That's wonderful. Sabbatical is a good idea. I don't think we do that enough in the United States. Oh, you know? Okay. No, I've worked, I've worked for 30 years. I've never had a sabbatical. Oh, (laughs) you should take it. If you can, please, please consider it. Yeah, I will have to think about that. I'm not sure that my company would like that, but I'll think, I'll at least take a vacation. How's that? Yes. (laughs) Yes, please, please. There are many companies who actually pro- provide that kind of facility as well. And my, I, I'm a writer, so I'm mostly like a, what do you call it? Um, uh, just, just drift off wherever the company takes me. Okay, yeah. I got this. So there's something called Me Company, where you take all the skill sets and just go to other companies. And that's mostly the life of a writer, if you know what I mean. Like a so, nomad. Nomad. <laughs> Yeah, kind of. It, it sounds very enticing and <clears throat> and uh, wonderful, but it's honestly not really. Oh, no. <laughs> it's not as romantic as that word would sound, huh? <laughs> stability. Okay, what's that? You know, and and I like stability. <laughs> so, sure. but 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 I think there are many companies are really opening up to this idea of sabbatical, and I've read about it, and that's one of the reasons that make me take this step and you know what I'm just thinking what's the worst that could happen yes you can do it I keep asking keep telling myself this what's the worst that can happen that's fine you can do it you did for 10 years you can do it and you know it does it does take a little bit of effort but I think it's worth it good for you that's wonderful and it's it's a good thing for self-health too right for mental health for just everything to experience the world yeah that's wonderful So I know I, we had talked about one of my questions is always two or three plugins that you recommend, but let me, let me, and, but you're, but you're writing, you're not on the technical part, but do you, do you use any <clears throat> SEO plugins that are you paying attention when you're writing or no? 
honestly when i was working in my previous to previous company they were keen that i use yoast uh, uh, plugin because it really helps you with seo so if anyone wants to uh, write heavily seo related articles that plugin is like a blessing okay <laughs> but, because it it shows you about the word length it shows you about the stuff you, how long you should go on okay this is this is it because it's actually an app it is made the aim of that app is to make really concise uh, articles that is ready for the reader to just consume it apart from that there is grammarly grammarly mm-hmm. is i'm not sure that is an app that can be used but i've not used it i just use it for normal uh, check but i think grammarly is good because it pinpoints it and i don't think you have to go for the paid version also just just try the free version and yeah. it's it's, it's I find it helpful. Uh, another thing that is like a red flag for me recently because uh, I I read that Grammarly stores all the things that you write. So that's one thing you might so you you need to like check on it because I got I am very private in stuff that I don't want to share and I've used it for a long time. But if it is like a letter or something which is like very formal, Grammarly is very good. You know, it just polishes everything. So I think these are the two things. Oh yeah, another thing is Hemingway app. Oh yes, Hemingway. Yeah, it just shortens your longer sentence. But you know what? You want to know a good trick about writing great stuff that is very rhythmic in reading. Uh, alternate between short sentences and very long sentences. Oh, Fire. that's a good thing to know. Very good thing to very know. Very good. Yeah, uh, it's it's good. So Hemingway actually gives you points on how long your sentences are. It actually penalizes you if you write longer sentence, which I am a little annoyed with. because i like longer sentences <laughs> but shorter sentences it highlights your you know what the best thing about hemingway app is that it highlights your tendency to write sentences how long sentence you you write so once you're aware of it you can actually change it you know you can change the rhythm of your entire article it's very helpful for the flow of your article so yeah That's one of one of my coworkers uses it because she has a tendency to write in the passive voice too much Hmm. And and Hemingway will help you. It'll it'll show you that you're using passive voice too much and put into active voice. True, true, true. So and yeah, I think so passive. Not, go ahead. Sorry, it comes naturally to us. Passive voice. We don't want to write active because it's so much us. It's just a psychology way. We don't want to put ourselves out there. That's why we use <laughs> passive voice. So yeah. Right. <laughs> So, but it's good. It's but people want to read active voice more. It makes a stronger, stronger writing. So if you can learn to write an active voice, then it's better. So it's Hemingway can yeah. be helpful for that because it helps you retrain the way you say things. True, true, yeah. true. I, mm-hmm. I use Grammarly also, and one mm-hmm. of the things that I enjoy about Yoast as well is they have the social part of it, so that you can put your. Um, You can upload the image that will will appear in Facebook and Twitter and things like that, and also the the excerpt, so that you can control how that goes out on social, which is also very good. Yeah, yeah. When when you started, um, either with WordPress or writing or any point along your journey, have you had a mentor that you that you looked up to and worked with? Mm, so as a writer, I really want someone to guide me because it can get lonely. and uh, i i worked uh, in a publishing industry and then all of a sudden everything was going digital and uh, though i had good people around they were my bosses and there were some things i couldn't actually share so that's how i joined a writing community so i really really 
really encourage anyone to join the writing community uh, and just write. I, I encourage everyone to write and join the writing community because it really helps polish your stuff. Because when you write something very personal, you are blinded by what you've written. You might feel that, oh, it's terrible. Oh, it's wonderful. So it's very biased. It, it won't be objective. And you need, object, you need objective feedback to improve your writing. And why I say it's very important to improve your writing, no matter the profession, everyone should be a writer because it really clears up a lot of things inside you. And that's why journaling is a very underrated productive hack. I mean, there are different ways of uh, journaling. I should do something on that. I did something similar in my last year also. Uh, but yeah, coming back to the mentors, uh, I really wanted some kind of a mentor or polish my writing because uh, I was only oriented more towards professional writing, which was more about business stuff and technical and just add, giving, you know, persuade someone to buy a product. So I joined the writing community and it improved my writing in a, I would say in a short time. I would say a short time, uh, but it wasn't very really short time because, because I never thought that I could write in a way. Uh, even if you're not able to uh, improve it, you're going to hear different voices. And I think that's very important for your writing, listening to different voices. And for me, again, this was a very special moment is because how I got to know about word camps. <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> that's how I actually, and you know what, you're going to meet a lot of people who are like you because writing is, writing really, uh, connects you in ways you might not know because you know human we all are same actually like we go through similar emotions and everything and writing is so crystallized emotions it's like so it's all about like when you write a poem or a story or something that is very close to you you'll find there's some kind of connection there's some there's some similar thing going on it, it feels like oh i know you know some writing just like works through. oh i know what you're talking about like <laughs> <laughs> why because we all are same and it's connection. It is connection. And, yeah. and, and, and that's why I think a mentor can be very, very beneficial. So I used this writing community for improving my personal writing because I wanted to do journaling better. When it comes to professional, uh, I think the best way is to get someone is through LinkedIn. I really use it a lot. I use oh, it good. And the, the best thing they have done is recently they uh, started a started something called mentorship thing where you can uh, connect with people who are doing good in your, uh, uh, in your, in your industry. So you can just ask them that, Hey, I have this question. Can you help? They will be like industry gurus or something. So uh, I did manage to meet someone uh, and ask for like how to help. And I, I found it really interesting. And if you're really genuine and know how to ask a question, which is very important, you need to know how to ask <laughs> the question. I think you'll be able to meet a workplace mentor also and uh, the best thing is don't just go to your company go to some adjacent company yeah. uh, not a competitor but but it can really give you proper insight in in your career that's wonderful is there anybody in the wordpress community or who is somebody in the wordpress community that you admire and why meherbala so i think she knows that i keep telling her that <laughs> she has recently started um Indian WordPress women community that is to encourage more women to come up and volunteer and speak. And I think that's fabulous because uh, we do need more women to come ahead in this technical conferences. And uh, I, I think she's like 
she's she's like a solid support you can count on her and and i that's really really um important she's a very good friend of mine also so yeah i would say my herbala <laughs> that's wonderful i love that um yeah. what's something that you don't know how to do with wordpress that you might like to learn oh okay again as i said i'm not really a technical person and mm-hmm. in this day and age you need to know a bit of coding so uh, i think a little bit of coding would be nice i think i should learn because all my like uh, in in wordpress i see everyone when they're talking about stuff and i really want to you know so yeah a bit of coding would be nice <laughs> i understand i understand i don't do a lot of coding myself but i'd like to okay. learn php yeah. maybe some javascript so we'll see yeah. <laughs> What's one of the biggest mistakes that you might have made with WordPress or writing and what did you learn from it? Mm. Mistake, okay. Um, so I, I, I don't think how uh, this answers your question, but as a writer, uh, now in digital world, it, it, it translates into how many times your article is read. Okay, which is a little sad, but that is the way we are. And I think there have been there have been times where my article was supposed to deliver and it didn't deliver, and there were times where I didn't actually know what to do. And when that happens, you're in a very tricky spot because you know you have done your research, you know you got the confirmation from the client. Because before writing your blog, what you do is you give them a kind of a pitch because you know you you tell them I'm gonna write on A B C. Okay, and they approve it, and your idea is approved from all levels, and you do research, and it doesn't work. So when that happens, it's your ass that they're gonna. It's terrible. <laughs> so I would really need to be more assertive, and I think everyone needs to to be that and uh, be okay by making mistakes. So my mistake was not being able to uh, take a stand properly that okay it didn't work out it is fine this is this industry is very dynamic it's going to keep on changing and you only learn by mistakes so i have heard a lot of things i wish i stood up for myself a lot more and i think i i say this for a lot of people because i do keep my ears on what's happening in the industry and i'm not alone and i think we really need to stand up for ourselves more so that's good that's really good What's your proudest WordPress moment? Yeah, when I became a speaker first time, I think absolutely I never thought that I could justify that platform because it was I have a terrible stage fright and terrible terrible stage fright and I thought that I could actually speak and not only to speak have an engaging audience and WordPress community is a very inclusive community which is the best thing. Though we do need more women. I know women are shy or women are not encouraged much and I would really want more women to come and experience what I experience experience what women in the community are experiencing. So I think it has to be the first time because that that feeling of you know uh, having people ask questions and me not fumbling because look at me I just go all over the place and I do fumble but I didn't fumble while question answer because you know knowledge is important you need to know what you're talking about. So when when I answered question which was the best part after my presentation for the first word camp uh, the question answer it was it was the best part of the entire thing and and people were really receptive and i think that was the best uh, moment i i want to share that's wonderful i i had the um the honor of delivering the keynote speech wow. at at a word camp this past weekend and for me that was 
magical. So exactly. I understand. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if you weren't a writer, what would you, what would you want to try as a, as a career? You know, I'm pretty forgetful person. It's coming from someone who's supposed to be a reader. I always found the job of a waiter very demanding. I don't know if I'll be able to remember orders and names. And I really salute to those people because they hardly mess up. So yeah, I mean, I would love that. So that's one. I love to be a teacher. I like to talk. <laughs> I like to teach stuff and I think I'm okay with it because I'm gonna do I'm gonna teach drawing which is so amazing right I mean I'm a drawing teacher so that's exciting <laughs> that is exciting you're just gonna have these small kids who's just gonna do you know do this and they're gonna have these and they, the children are very great with compliments by the way I'm just telling you <laughs> if they <laughs> like you, if they like you they're gonna make you while amazing so yes so I would say a waiter or a teacher <laughs> Wonderful. I love it. What's something on your bucket list? I would love to travel away from my country, like solo travel. Not in my country. In my country, I'm doing that. But I would love to afford a solo travel in any European or even Asian Japan. I mean, I do have a lot of countries that I would love to. And for that, I can't do it right now because of article money. But I, I have some countries which I would love to travel solo. That's wonderful. Yeah, it, travel is good. I've never been outside of the United States except for North America. So mm -hmm. I agree. It would, be, it would be wonderful to come to India or Europe and experience yes, things. Yes. Yeah. We come great. for a word camp. It will be amazing. It would be amazing. Someday I'll be there. I promise. <laughs> yeah. and, and my last question is to show us or tell us about um, one of your hidden talents. Mm. Show us or tell us. I don't know. How can I show it? Can I show it? Uh, wait. So I draw. I think that's not a hidden talent anymore, right? Mm -hmm. That's okay. You can tell us about your, your drawing. So I do these very intricate drawings which are free-flowing that help me calm down because I'm very happy and anxious. So I just opened uh, my Instagram. I'm not sure if you guys can see it. See if it can. Can you see? Yes. No, can you? Yes. Uh -huh. So yep. this is a cat. I love cats. So I recently drew this. Maybe open up and open. Yeah. So this is the library cat. The library uh, cat wants you to read more. Okay. I like it. cat. <laughs> and I made this. Uh, this was inspired uh, by Tinkerbell. And I just love doing these very intricate designs. And it's a uh, it's a fairy. She's a fairy. Yeah. It is. <laughs> and I, I I like drawing skulls and just go freehand with however they go. Oh yeah, that's the gothic part of you. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I, I draw when I have time and I write poems. But I I find drawing much better because writing can get. Exhausting. I wouldn't say time yeah. exhausting. Well, and it's your job too. So it's, some, it's the good to have something that's not your job. So um, have you heard the type of drawings that you do there? We call them Zen tangles. I know. And, and that's what you and I have in common as well. Oh, is yeah. I do that. I do that too. Yeah. Me, oh I'll show you my picture. Tell me, uh, just tell me one or, two more, one or two more things about you that would be interesting while I find my drawings. Okay. 
So let's see uh, here. So I do, I, I like to do mandalas. So, so you can see that. Wow, and it's, it's not very bright, I think. No, I know, I think it's, there we go. Oh yeah, I got it. Oh wow, these are very intricate. Yeah. You, you do them digitally or do you use a pen? No, it's pen and, pen and ink and paper, yeah. Wow. So what kind of pens do you use? I is usually just pen? use a black Sharpie. Okay, I use, okay. Yeah, a thin Sharpie. Or sometimes I use um, just like specific pens for Zentangle. I can't think the different widths and things. Oh, okay, so. okay. If you can start doing that, it'll be great because I started using 0 0.8 and 0 0.2 and it really, yeah. uh, but then I go for like entirely free flowing and Zentangle is like a proper thing. So I can understand. Wow, that's great. Yeah. I mean, we have something in common. Yeah, so I love that. That's great. So we live so far away and this is our first yeah. time talking and we have things yeah. in common, which is wonderful. And that's what's wonderful about the WordPress community too, right? Is we have, we have so many things in common and it isn't always WordPress. Yeah, true, true, true. Yeah, true. and I said, when I asked you, I'm, I'm reading my other screen, I said, if you could describe the WordPress community in just a few words, you said, it's a very inclusive community, and I found the members to be very much interested in personal development and growth, and I find that to be true as well. So it's, I love how, in, how embracing it is, and every WordCamp I go to, if I don't know any single person, I leave having friends. Absolutely. Same. So it's wonderful. Is there anything else you'd like to share with us before we sign off for today? Uh, I would say keep reading more, keep writing more. And I think uh, write letters, write letters to people yeah. you like, because it's a wonderful personalized way to connect. Write letters. Yeah. I like that. That's very good. Well, maybe I'll write you a letter later. I would love that. <laughs> I love read. I, I love read. I do that. I, I have some specific fan bars who are like all around and it's amazing whenever they write to me. So yeah, I would love that. I, I could be your fan pal. I, I, we could I, do that. I love that. I love that. Yeah. Well, all of your information. Oh, tell us where people can find you online. Tell us your blog, your hmm. social media. So my blog, I'm not very <laughs> imaginative. So my blog name is Fairy Dharavad Blog. So just write my name and my blog will pop up. On Twitter, I am Fairy Dharavad. I mean, you should easily find me. Uh, my, my handle name is 30 going on 80 because I feel tired always. <laughs> I wondered about that. But we'll also put, we'll also put all of your, your links um, in the post that we put up with, your, with this okay, interview. Sure. So yeah. Everything will be there. So. Very good. Well, thank you so much for being on the show today. I really appreciated getting to know you and sharing yes. all of your knowledge about writing is wonderful. Yes, thank you. Thank you for having me. I was so excited for this. And yeah, the entire, from since yesterday to today, all the excitement. Oh, am I doing this right? Am I doing this right? It was, it was a journey, but I'm so glad. This. <laughs> me too. I'm, me too. I'm so glad. Thank you. All right. So me. say goodbye to your adoring fans. Bye. Bye. <laughs>